Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, Red Raider Hoops gets a commitment from Arizona State transfer Devin Cambridge. What's he bring to the table? How'd he get here? And what's next for Grant McCaslin and company? Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to see you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. And Chris, great to be back with you. Kicking off another week and doing it in kind of an unexpected way, I guess, at least as it relates to, I don't know, say four or five days ago. Now, maybe within the last mm, 36, 72 hours, you out there paying attention became familiar with the name Devin Cambridge. But this is a name I did not know at this time last week, Chris, but uh, this is now a guy who's set to be a Red Raider. And man, what an interesting path he has traveled to become a Red Raider. We'll get into the details. We'll get into what he looks like on the court, what kind of addition this is for Grant McCaslin and company. But I guess we just have to start at the beginning, Chris, because I know it was very late last week uh, that this kind of became a thing. Hey, keep an eye out on this guy. He's visiting and then some because uh, maybe the relationship was a little bit further advanced uh, than most of us knew or, or certainly I knew of at all. <laughs> what was the beginning of this? How did you hear about the relationship and kind of give us some context of how it went down last week to get him on campus? Yeah, I, I think, um, I, I think, and, and I, I can't talk in absolutes per se, but I, I think this has been in the, a possibility for the last uh, couple of weeks um, as a maybe loose possibility then it got it got shifted into to overdrive obviously as as last week played out but you know look this is i think the relationship is that there there's some of the there's some of the folks on the on the tech staff that that are aware of uh of of the Cambridge family um because his uh you know Devin has an older brother named Desmond who is just now graduated from Arizona State, I believe, on the Raptors uh, summer league team, or is going to has signed a free agent. You know, kind of wasn't drafted, but has signed a, an agreement with the the Raptors, and so he's a part of that organization. So there's there's brothers here. Devin is the is the, is the younger brother, I guess. Um, I, I I think that's right because he's classified under him, or maybe they're they're you know. Anyway, I, I need to, I need to make sure that I'm I'm positive on that. Hey, uh, and his brothers. His brother's Desmond, also, right? Because this was tripping me up a little bit. Yeah, Desmond and Devin. Yeah, over the weekend. Yes. I don't think they're twins, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so you know, obviously, Desmond uh, was going to the NBA, and these, these both of these, uh, the Cambridge brothers were at uh, at Arizona State last year, and so I don't know the the, the reasoning, but you know, obviously, Devin it, it makes a decision at some point to to transfer to Oregon. And that's where he's going to play his his I guess quote unquote COVID year, mm-hmm. and he's a uh, he, he's going to be he's not I, I, he's operating as a grad transfer, and so with that he's got to take uh, some hours this summer 
in order to be like a full fledged member of of Oregon or Texas Tech or whatever he was going to go, he's got to do some things this summer before he can be a full fledged member of of whatever program. But he can work toward that. It's very uh, doable and, and and all those things on on getting it done. But I I surmise that, and, and I think this is you have to be careful in this day and time about you know casting aspersions or anything but it's almost like that Oregon said if you come here here's what's available here's what we can do for you something along those lines and then at some point that didn't happen or it it, it was it was a bit of a different story and so there was a bit of a I don't know if the right term is. I hate to be so, you know, vague on some of this stuff, but I, I you know, obviously we don't know the details. Yeah. But this is what I've been able to surmise is that, um, you know, the, the things things weren't as they were promised or as he thought they were. Whatever the case, whether that's nil, whether that's class schedule, whether that's playing time, who the heck knows? Doesn't really matter. And so I think it kind of opened the door for somebody else. Well, then you enter Warren Washington, who played with, uh, obviously, the Cambridge brothers uh, last year and some of these other relationships. And this is something that was a possibility and a very strong possibility in the middle of last week. And then Oregon, I think, kind of was like, you know, let's let's make good on this. Let's... uh, Let's try to fix this. What what can we do? And so it kind of became a bit of a, I, I don't know, tug of war, bidding war, um, <laughs> relationship war. I, I don't know. War yeah. of the Roses. Yes, there you go. There you go. Uh, I believe there was a, I believe you had a, a member of the Texas Tech staff in Phoenix uh, with with player and dad and, and, and other pertinent parties uh, late last week trying to get this done or get a feel for it or whatever. But I think the decision was made late Friday night that he had chosen Texas tech over Oregon. And he's allowed to do this because as he can operate as a grad transfer. And again, I, I, I want to caution, he can't like be a full fledged member of any program until he gets some of this, uh, the school done, but with online and everything like that, I, w- yeah. I would say by mid-July, early August, you know, uh, because I think he's already living here basically now. Uh, his stuff is here. <laughs> he's he's probably hanging with his buddy Warren uh, Washington right now. So in this day and age, man, it's just like, you know, because you, you're sitting here looking at it, Cowan, and going, you, you got some scholarships? Like, what in the world are we going to do with them? We, we need We need help. We need immediate help. Uh, you know, we, um, and, and then somebody like, uh, somebody like this becomes available that maybe you weren't even expecting. So I guess the, the jokes on us, uh, that we were stressing about, you know, what are you going to do with these last available spots? But (laughs) Hey, if the punchline is a player like this, play another joke on me. I'm ready for the (laughs) next, I'm ready for the next one, man, because that worked out. All right. We'll, we'll get to what he is between the lines in just a moment, but. Chris, I'm really wondering, literally and figuratively, if Warren Washington was the biggest piece of this bridge being built. I, I mean, I don't know. Do you know of another connection to like a staff member or anything Texas Tech-wise? Or did this kind of come about uh, or, or become a possibility 
because Washington wound up in Lubbock? I don't want to put too much on it, but it sounds like that relationship was a really big part of it. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, th- I think so. I think uh, Coach AC uh, on the Texas Tech staff, I think there's some relationships there. Mm. Um, and I, th- I believe he was who was in Phoenix, um, you know, late last week, Thursday, Friday-ish. And I think, uh, you know, he helped. And I think that was a big part of why uh, gotcha. Devin Cambridge is now uh, a Red Raider. I think there's, you know, there's several factors uh, involved here. But it just comes down to comfort level, and I don't know what his reasoning was on choosing Oregon and, and what his reasoning specifically was on kind of going, you know what, I'm not sure if, if this is uh, for me. And we'll get to that at the end, yeah. of, the, at the end of the show today, but there, there's a variety of players that have kind of made decisions with the timing being extremely odd or off the radar, and it's, it's you just you're just not real sure uh, what, what, or, you know, because this possibility has been a ma- been made available to these guys. And when you're a grad transfer, like, and you can operate under those rules or the, that, that premise, you can, you, you really have no rules. You can do whatever yeah. you want as far as transfer. <laughs> you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. There's really no questions that could be asked. And, and again, it's just a one time kind of scenario. But yeah, they don't have to worry about the portal window and all that junk. No, you, you, you're free to move about the cabin like Southwest Airlines. <laughs> yeah. Have gun, will travel, have jump shot, will travel, whatever it is. Uh, kind of a, a gun for hire in a way more so untethered than some of those uh, who haven't hit that grad transfer um, category, but excited to see this guy in action on the floor. And we'll get to coming up dead ahead, what he will bring to the table. Obviously, if you're talking grad transfer, you're not thinking you're talking Young guy, right? Which is a good thing in this day and age in college basketball. So we'll get to some of what he brings to the locker room as far as college basketball seasoning. But also, what shoes does he fill? Where does he stand on the court? Where'd I go, coach? Where am I standing? We're getting into that coming up ahead on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, today's episode brought to you by... FanDuel with Major League Baseball in full swing. No better place to get busy with all of the action than America's number one sports book. And if you're a new customer, your timing is on point because right now new customers qualifying for the no sweat first bet, 1000 bucks back to you in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So download the FanDuel app in the App Store today. Safe, secure, and easy to use or head to fanduel.com slash Locked on and get busy with FanDuel. Always getting paid instantly with FanDuel Sportsbook, and that's just one reason why they're America's number one sportsbook. So again, dive in. The water is warm, particularly if you're a new customer because you got the no sweat first bet coming your way, up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win so head on over to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on and take advantage of the no sweat first bet with fanduel an official partner of major league baseball thanks for making locked on texas tech a part of your day whenever wherever however you're doing it we appreciate it subscribe on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never it's an episode with Chris. I'm Casey and having fun today talking about an addition to Grant McCaslin's Red Raider basketball roster. And we'll get to the roster coming up just ahead. One, two, three. I feel like the owl on the tree trying to figure out how many spots are left for Texas Tech. So maybe some clarity uh, can be offered here today because, 
you know, conversations bubble up with guys that are available and guys that all of a sudden are Red Raiders that maybe you didn't even know was still, you know, possible or a possibility at all uh, five, seven, ten days ago. So if this Cambridge experience has taught us anything, Chris, like we were just alluding to a moment ago, it's keep your head on a swivel because uh, interesting conversations could be just around the corner. We were talking about some of the backstory and the context, uh, kind of the path to him becoming uh, a Red Raider. But I'm curious on the court, uh, what you see him as, what what you think he brings to the table there. And as I said a moment ago, man, you're a grad transfer. You're old in the college game, a lot of seasoning. You've seen a lot of college basketball. I'm wondering what he could bring uh, from that perspective as well. Because, man, as, as you look to an offseason to rebuild a roster, you know you're going to have to rely on some leadership, probably from some newcomers, guys that weren't here a season ago. So I'm wondering if Cambridge could be one of those guys. But how do you describe him uh, in the total package kind of way as a basketball player, Chris? What do you think Grant McCaslin and company have gotten here? Yeah, I, I would say on paper, you know, your, your two maybe best – most experience, and I, I don't know if, if best is is entirely accurate, but I think you'll get what I'm saying after I explain my point. But but I think your your two most proven and experienced players are these Arizona State teammates from last year, and Warren Washington and, and Devin Cambridge. And I don't know if they'll be your best, but they're not going to be. You know, I, I would probably only throw in you know Darian Williams, Chance McMillan, or or Pop Isaacs even is a possibility to be like uh, to crack that. Uh, conversation so the 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 point is though is you got you know this was uh and and you could follow uh the the social media stuff and you could follow what coach McCaslin and 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 coach uh coach Brower and and some of those folks were saying on social media you know today was a good day I mean they they knew they got better um and I think even that's what coach Brower Matt Brower even said uh was like you know we got a lot better today or something along those lines but uh, I, I I think this is a player that I, I love these kinds of guys, man. I mean, th- I, I just get you, you get the Davion Warren and Adonis Arms type flashbacks with, with guys like this, uh, guys that uh, they're, they're looking for a different situation, a change of scenery. Uh, I think uh, this is a player like how he fits basketball wise with your team. I think he's he's a starter for sure. I mean, I think that's what you're you're dealing with. I think he could play the – honestly, depending on what kind of lineup you want to throw out there, I think he could pretty much play all five positions if you needed him to. I don't know if he would be a, a an ideal option at point guard or at center, but I think that you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I I wrote this on uh, RedRaiderSports.com the other day because I think if you remember back to the Bob Knight days, and this is lofty praise, and I it's probably not – not entirely accurate, but I think you'll get what, what again, what, what my point is I'm trying to make is, but guys like Darian Williams and, um, and now Devin Cambridge, they have him, they have some Kasip Powell vibes to them. Yeah. You know, Kasip Powell was in the early Bob Knight days, man. And he just, he was never going for 30, but he was, uh, he was a threat to go for a, a double, double, triple, double all the time. Cause he just kind of filled up the stat sheet. He kind of, he ran point forward. He could guard your center. Uh, is it, you know at times he just kind of did a little bit of everything. Devin Cambridge, I don't think is quite as good as is Kasip Powell. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. And then Darian Williams, 
there's still some potential that needs to be realized. But that's kind of in the mold of what these guys are. Th- these guys are positionless. Uh, they they could do a variety of different things. Uh, they they'll get you a steal, maybe a block, an occasional shot. Uh, they can facilitate. They can score at some. Uh, and so I'm 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 big on guys like this because that this is kind of how basketball is going, man. Multi, you know, versatile, positionless. Uh, and so I think this was a really, really good ad. And heck, if there's another one out there just like him, I would take him too. <laughs> no question about that. And the the way you started that, talking about uh, he and Washington, um, you know, kind of made me think about the advantage that that you're having there. Hopefully, uh, what turns out to be a luxury that you've got, you know, not only some guys that have some experience, obviously, on this level. Cambridge, I think, has started 65, 68 games in the last three years, um, Arizona State to Auburn. Um, just under double digits from a, a scoring standpoint. So we'll see if he can take another step there in that column. But he's been an impactful rebounder, had his best year in that category last season for the Sun Devils. But I, I'm just thinking about chemistry. I mean, if you're counting on guys to be some of your best, uh, sure as hell wouldn't hurt that they played last season together, right? In, in Washington and Cameron. Yeah. So I don't, don't overstate it because I don't know what it actually looks like on the floor. But uh, it can't hurt after so many years, Chris. We've had the experience of like, okay, well, here's some older guys, but – Hell, they just met one another. <laughs> so now let's try to piece them together. And sometimes that's worked out really, really well. Uh, but here's here's a pair with a little background, and, and hopefully that shows up on the court as far as uh, the feel for one another. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the chemistry piece is – because you, you, you know when you bring somebody in, there's always uh, – from the outside in, I know, you, you know, Grant and his staff have to look at at the, all the dynamics, not just talent level of a player, uh, because I think we would be willing to admit there's probably some players that were on last year's team that could have returned that aren't here. And maybe some of that is chemistry related and just like not, not a good fit for whatever reason. Yeah. Talented players, like players that will probably go score well elsewhere or whatever. Correct. And it yeah. just may have not made sense here. And, and Joey has to make the same decisions. I mean, I had Joey tell me repeatedly, uh, without getting into specific players, he would always just say, "When we when we think about bringing somebody in, I I, I don't care how talented they are. Uh, I don't even care if they were to help us win a game on occasion or something. If they were to screw up our locker room, I won't touch them. I don't care. You can't afford it because that's like I think that he holds the locker room and, and team chemistry and the culture and all those things, you know, in the highest regard." And you mess it up, and sometimes you may never get it back. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, that, and so to your point here about uh, these Arizona State teammates, and because I mean, look, look at their their social media posts. The two players, it's like you have, you you knew it was going down, and it was all happening. Whenever Warren Washington's like, you know, you know, sending out you know, excitement, you know, emojis <laughs> and gifs and all these different things, and then you had. You know, I think it was I think it was actually Cambridge or maybe it was it was Washington that did it uh, too, but they had these the the pictures of the, the them as teammates and all that. And then there was a a picture of them with with the tech shirts on and all that kind of stuff back in in Lubbock, I believe. And so yeah, you could just tell there's a relationship there. And I think that goes a long way. I mean, that that was the secret sauce when it came to that team uh that went to the, the last team that went to the sweet 16 for texas tech that you ended up losing to duke to is they just got along so well they were all very mature and that's why i'm just you can't have a roster full of the of the aged okay <laughs> uh, right 
because it, it, at some point you 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 keep rolling the dice and it's like we can't go one and done every single year and then and then sprinkle a little salt and pepper on this thing and like it tastes like it tastes great. <laughs> right. You need a little and and that's why this is a great mix and I would love one more older guy. Uh, because you, you've got your freshman Cowan and you've got or that, that are now sophomores. These are these are your program type guys that you can kind of grow with and you keep sprinkling in, you know, your your Chance McMillans and your Darian Williams, those guys are gonna they've got multiple years left to come back and play. Um, even Kerwin Walton and Demorion Williams, who the, the holdovers from last year, they've got uh, another year to stay here after this one if they wanted to use it. And so this is just, you know, because Warren Washington and, and, and Devin Cambridge, these are these are guys that are going to just be with you for one year. And so, but I, I just think in, in this day and age, man, it just made you a lot more competitive. And, and I would love to add another ingredient like that as well. Uh, no doubt. And can't wait to see what the next move is going to be for Grant McCaslin. Uh, and his staff, and in order to prepare for that, we may need to know uh, how many spots there are literally left to fill. So I was curious, Chris, can we wrap up today's conversation with some roster convo? Um, and I guess we could just start with what has kind of left a gate open in a way that was maybe not expected a little while back, and that's the status of Deshaun Jackson. Um, let, let's start there. Um, and I guess we could just start with what has kind of left a gate open in a way that was maybe not expected a little while back. And that's the status of Deshaun Jackson. Um, let, let's start there. You know, we, we knew a couple of weeks ago, you had two scholarships left. Okay. You do the math. Uh, you've got two scholarships. You're, you're allowed 13. And, you know, like, so let, let's just play this game here. You, you've added Deshaun Jackson, then you've added Devin Cambridge. Stands to reason those are your two spots, right? You're done. Well, then why are you hosting a visitor in the middle of this week named Joe Toussaint, the guard out of West Virginia? Um, why would you consider J Javon Quinterly, who just got into the portal from University of Alabama, as a, as a guard? I'm sure everybody's going to come after him, but you, you get my point. If if everything was squared away, and and I I believe, look, there was a there was a reason that Deshaun Jackson missed last season. I think uh, there there is a it's a you know I don't know specifics. I'm not gonna pretend to to get into that get into the weeds there, but I think there was just a a medical issue, and so I think that that's why he was out last year. That's been reported. You can go look that up, and I think. Um, maybe everything's not right there. You know, uh, maybe he doesn't have enough transferable credits. It doesn't really matter, but I, I do believe that 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 is very much in question. I don't at this point right now expect that to be resolved. And so I think that's why you see that they are operating with, with one spot available. And so in all the things that you can do with that spot, and there's a, a lot now I'm, I'm more of a bird in the hand guy and I'm, I'm more about uh, instant gratification. Okay. But <laughs> I, I would love to see them use it if they find the right guy. You know, look, we, we've, we, we've heard, you know, about a prospect that's in the portal uh, from Rutgers six, seven kind of guard type, very similar to, uh, to Cambridge. You, you've got, you know, a guard out of West Virginia. That's it's widely been reported that will be here visiting this week. You know, you have, the guard from Bama that just entered the, the, the portal in the last day or so. And who knows who else, okay, uh, gets into the portal and becomes available. 
for whatever reason. Uh, I and again, it only makes sense for you if you can add somebody if it if it's an immediate upgrade over what you have and they can help you right now. I just don't know if there's a, an option out there of somebody that you could add if like okay, they have to sit it out this year. If that's yeah. the case. In my opinion, one of the other options you have is to hold that scholarship and not use it right now. And then when semester rolls around, somebody somewhere is going to be frustrated. Jalen Tyson sound familiar. Uh, Kyron Lindsey sound familiar. You, you pulled these players from, from Texas and from Georgia at mid-semester. They wanted to get back either closer to home or didn't like the situation they were in. Not everybody's got an open scholarship. You did. And and so I can't say that either one of those have worked out. I mean, we barely, you know, saw much of Jalen yeah. Tyson and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all all world per se. And then Kyron Lindsay hasn't played yet, but you get what I'm saying. There's yeah. there's opportunities out there to add add players. And so these these are kind of on the table. But I think that yeah, Cal, I want to answer your question. I think you have a spot left. Yes. Yeah, and you never know what's coming up around the corner. You could have a head coach on a recycling spree somewhere, and then all of a sudden that becomes a very interesting roster. Uh, and that's where we'll close, I guess, today. Oh, yeah. All eyes on Morgantown, right, man? I'm really interested in uh, – uh, I keep screwing up the name. Joe Toussaint, who's expected I think to be you nailed in, it. in West Texas on Wednesday. This is one of those guys that uh, has a lot of attention right now. Yeah, he, he is uh, – and, and I think this is going to be uh, – Hard to get done. I think that you've got, uh, you know, playing time available to him. I think he's looking for – I think that – I think if he ever got into the portal, you were a strong possibility. I think that his high school coach knows some of the folks on on tech staff. But, you know, West Virginia, right, wrong, or indifferent, they named an interim head coach, you know, one of their assistants, and whether he's ends up being, you know – the, the full-time guy or not. And so I think a lot of these players that jumped into the portal kind of now are like, okay, I'll, I'll come back or, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll make it as an option to return to Morgantown. And so that's a bit, that's a bit tricky, but, you know, Kansas state, that they've got a lot to offer they've got an elite eight, you know, yes, they, uh, <laughs> they, they uh, you know, Toussaint is originally from the Bronx, and I believe, you know, Marquise Noel is originally from like Brooklyn and you can you can sell the undersized guard from New York shirt seated in our system. And obviously Jerome Tang is about as hot as any coach in the in the country from a just a, a vibe and energy standpoint, and all those things. So he's supposed to be there. On, I think actually it's today through Wednesday. And then I think Wednesday through Friday is he's supposed to be in Lubbock. And so let's get him on the weekend in the LBK. well. Yeah, Manhattan Tuesday. You can have Tuesday. <laughs> the the little apple. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if that's the crossover Bronx and all that. Come out to the yeah. New York of the Plains, boys. <laughs> you you just hope that you know. In some ways, you look at it and go, man, it's good that we get him last. You know, it's good that we yeah. get him. You know, but <laughs> if he in, makes in, it, exactly. And in, <laughs> and I think that the concern there is that sometimes, you know, Kansas State may go, hey, man you know, we need to know right now whether you're in or out before you, you know, before you leave here and, you know, kids get squeezed or kids feel pressured or, you know, I, I don't know what game will be played, but a lot of times, yeah, there, there's all these visits playing. And it's like they get somewhere. And it's like, okay, man, I'm done. This is what I, this is where I wanted to be, what I needed to see and all those things. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think again, w- 
you, you, you are trying to find somebody that can help you immediately, whether it's a six foot tough guard like Joe Toussaint, who came off the bench last year in Lubbock and I think lit you up for like 22 points. I think he was like 14 out of some or 12 out of 14 at the free throw line. I mean, he just like, he just, you know, getting into the lane and I'd love some, some toughness at the guard spot, man. Uh, from a guy that's, you played at Iowa, then at West Virginia, and then obviously, you know, could, could end up uh, somewhere different. Um, you know, and, and we'll see what else uh, happens out there. You know, the, the name Javon Quinterly is going to get popped out there and everybody under the sun with an available spot is going to have, uh, you know, their, their eyes on him, <clears throat> their eyes on him, or, or you just hold the spot, which I'm not a fan of, but if you can't find something that makes sense or yeah. is an upgrade, you, you just simply have no choice and you're just going to have to wait. I just would rather help my team as quickly as I could. That's the sure. thing. Whereas if you hold it, you're, you're helping the 24, 25 team out, you know, yeah. you're not helping the, the 23, 24 team out. So, uh, well, but, I think they've done a lot to help the team out, right? This has been a pretty nice run through the first off season. I shouldn't even call yes. it an off season because they hadn't played a season, but I seem like there's been some fairly consistent success. Yeah, I, I th you know, I think Chance McMillan, you know, we've, you, they, they've committed so long ago that Chance McMillan and Darian Williams, I think, were, were nice ads. These are pieces. And I think that one thing I'll guarantee you about this team, look, without – if Deshaun Jackson is still not uh, going to be in, in play here, you still have some need for some size here. You, you, you've got a bit of a smaller – roster in that it goes back to the original problem you had it's really just Warren Washington and Robert Jennings in the post uh, unless you're going to use the young man that they signed from the the, the prep school that's originally out of uh, Finland I guess who's about six foot eight but he's he's really young uh that that's you know and and and, and you know maybe you ask Cambridge to play big on occasion you know, that's where I mentioned he can kind of play the four or the five but I think they've got a roster that will guard I think that you know, their best days will be ahead of them from the standpoint of this happens with every basketball season. And it's just specifically going to happen in the portal era that they're different teams in January, February than they are in, in November and December. That's just the way it goes. This typically happens with basketball anyway, but much more so when all these pieces are new and it's like, you don't even, nobody knows what they've got. You could look like gangbusters and, in November, come out of the gate hot, and then the wheels fall off, or you can just take a while to gel, you know. And yep. I, I, but I, I think Grant is very confident in his ability to kind of coach them as they go along, and have them playing their best, uh, you know, uh, later on in the season. And 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 he full well knows it's going to take a bit. It could be a bit rocky, but I love the piece that you just added, and I, I'm I'm of the opinion that uh, boy, I'd love to add another piece like it. Man, what an interesting uh, few months on the job so far for Coach McCaslin and, and an interesting one to observe uh, so far for Tech basketball fans. We were hoops heavy today. <laughs> so thanks for <laughs> indulging us. And uh, Chris, appreciate your time and perspectives as always, man. Enjoyed it. Uh, great to be back with old Chris. Instant gratification level. That's what we call him on the streets. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I mean, if good can get it. Yeah, I mean, good things come to those who wait. I totally get it. But man, if if it's if if I tell you, hey man, I'll give you I'll give you quite a bit of money right now, or I'll give you a whole lot like five years from now. What are you doing? 
I'm gonna take my chances on right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just yeah, the way I'm living, I'm gonna take yeah, my chances. Right I was now. always the one that like you know when you you found the. I don't know. Let's let's go way back in the day when you had the 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 sneakers that you thought were good, or the Jabot jeans, or the who knows whatever it was that was the flavor of the day, fashion wise. Back, you know, I, I need some new Dracar Noir. You know, some smell good. I I needed it like right now. Like I've got to have that. You know, right now. I don't want to. Yeah, we'll get it in a couple weeks, or you know, you save you save up your money. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. You know. So anyway, that's just uh, that's just how I roll. And you don't, don't know, know this out there, but Chris was eight years old when he was demanding that scent from his mother. <laughs> I've I've got a girl waiting on the playground next week, mom. mom was that like this? What what was that like? The <laughs> what, what, I'm trying to think of the other cologne that was just like all the rate. Obsession was one. Obsession. Uh, Dr- Dracar. Yes, exactly. Like in my day, pretty, junior high was, locker room. Is uh, Michael Jordan cologne? I didn't like Michael oh. Jordan though, so I was the only guy that wasn't smelling like Michael Jordan cologne. It has a little twenty-three medallion on there. The little very silver, classy, yeah, twenty-three classy. on the silver on the bottle. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> you don't think of professional athlete or just athlete in general and scent, but Mike made it work. He made so many things work uh, in that way. Okay, who knew we were going to wrap it up with a scent? or fragrance conversation. That's why you stay till the end. That's why you stay till the end. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode. We'll be back around to do it again tomorrow on Locked on Texas Tech.